That one is going to be so fun to watch when they turn it for home. Yes, it's gonna to me. It's going to. I mean, I mean, but I mean, I don't. It's either he's gonna air, or he's gonna get caught. You know. So I think I, I think all three of the Derby preps run within about forty minutes of each other. Perfect. Yeah. So you're gonna get you're gonna get three. De- yeah, I just confirmed that you're gonna get three Derby preps in thirty eight minutes if they go to post. To, you know, to actual post times. 38 minutes worth of action on Saturday with those three Derby preps. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets, racingdudes.com, for all of your needs, racingdudes.com, for all of your leads, racingdudes.com, for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up, up there, Welch? Dan Altman, this is the Lakers Off. What's up, my man? What is going on, everybody? This is uh, it's gonna be a fun day, man. We've got three huge races to talk about, a lot of other stuff as well. This is the huge, huge weekend. It's jam packed, Aqueduct, Tampa Bay, Santa Anita, even some good races at Gulfstream and Oakland, too. It's gonna be a wild Saturday, dude. This, uh, <laughs> I feel like we've been warning you, we've told you it's coming. It's this, it's this here, <laughs> you know, we're in March. Uh, the derby preps have begun and going to kick things off in march with three of them so uh three basically uh three horses going to be uh in the kentucky derby you know if you win one of these races uh on saturday you have 50 points and you are you know all but in basically so um we're gonna get three horses into the gate on saturday and obviously life is good we saw essential quality last week of course greatest honor uh life is good gonna throw his name in the hat as far as being the top three-year-old we're gonna see what he's about uh yeah i mean it, it you know, Tampa Bay, I guess maybe is, I mean, both Tampa and Aqueduct. I mean, of course at Aqueduct, you got the, the Chad Brown, you know, highly motivated coming back. Um, you know, Baffert brings one over uh, as well. So that race is semi, maybe more interesting than it is a lot of years. Um, the Tampa Bay Derby, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's going to at least crown one or two horses, right. To get in yep. the gate. So you've got to at least, you know, you've got to pay attention to it, even if you don't like the horses. So yeah, huge, Huge, we like you said, the undercard, the Santa Anita card itself uh, for the day. Of course, you have the big cap, uh, Maxfield running the big cap. I mean, the really the, the entire card at Santa Anita on Saturday is unbelievable. Yep, it's one of the best cards they've had in a long, long time, in my opinion, both from a, a talent standpoint and a betting standpoint. You know, a lot of times at Santa Anita, you'll get these big races, and it'll be Maxfield, and then there won't be anybody really challenging him, or there'll be life is good, and nobody to really challenge him. They've got challenges. They're going to have to run well to win, and that's that's great. Plus, really good turf racing that uh, maybe one of us will talk about a little little bit later on the show. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. 
it's kind of weird, right? Because this was the last quote unquote regular mm-hmm. weekend before <laughs> all COVID hit last year. So here we are one year later, COVID is still around, you know, hard to get to the track. You can go to some, you can't go to others. It's limited no matter where you go, but here we are, we're, we're here. We um, we're still running. And uh, if you'll remember uh, next Thursday, you know, uh, on that Thursday podcast, I was getting ready to head to the rebel. And by the time the podcast was over and I got home, no fans were allowed at the rebel. Uh, Sean Payton was at the rebel and gave everybody COVID. So that happened. (laughs) But um, anyway, uh, so it's kind of, kind of crazy. We've, we've almost come full circle now. Creepy less miles. That's it. I like the name. Um, (laughs) Thank you. uh, Uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for joining us. If you will join us live right now, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, you can tune into any of these shows live. Of course, these days we've got to pump it out left and right between the rocket hour in the mornings and then magic Mike and ourselves. We do live streams here and there, uh, during the day. We'll do one this weekend. We're going to racing dudes live. Uh, obviously how can you have three derby preps running, um, and not do a, a live show. So we'll be doing a live show this weekend on Saturday covering, um, the, uh, the, uh, the three preps, right. You know, people are going to want to know, uh, our thoughts and obviously what our thoughts are after the aftermath. So, uh, tune in for that on Saturday. Again, just all you gotta do is subscribe to, uh, our YouTube, uh, or, uh, Facebook and you'll get notified as soon as we post a, or, or publish a video or about to publish a video. So you'll be alerted. Um, all right, we got a huge show, huge show, and I don't want to waste any time. So best thing you saw today. Yeah, you know, I, I, for me, it's definitely Les Miles getting in trouble. That was hilarious. Uh, he's always been an asshole. I've always hated him. So that was pretty funny that uh, hopefully, you know, he didn't ruin any lives uh, of females there at LSU. But he was not. He's not. He was not allowed to be alone with them. So that's good. Good job by LSU to do that. I'm glad it's 2013 that this happened, and we're finding out about it in 2021. And he's been coaching you know, off and on uh, between that. That's good to keep the students safe at these campuses. Anyway, uh, no, the best <laughs> thing I saw today was uh, Coming to America 2 is out tomorrow. I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite movies. I've heard really good reviews, believe it or not. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Usually these remakes are a little... Uh, I know. But I've heard good stuff. Uh, Arsenio Hall had a two-hour interview uh, with Howard Stern this week, and, and Howard and Robin both... We're talking that movie up, saying it was really good. So I'm excited. Coming to America, too. I think it's on Amazon Prime tomorrow. I've seen the previews uh, several times. Obviously, they're pumping the, the previews out. It looks funny. I'm not, I mean, it, it it really, like, I think it's been so long, and you've got these legends that are obviously in the movie that it adds a little bit of like, it's like they're going to make it good. Even if it's not as good, it's like you want that. You know, it's been so long, you want that back, no matter if it's if it's you know a little bit mediocre um but no how is that is it included or do you have to you have to buy it like you stream it that's a good Maybe question i don't know Prime. yet surely okay. they'll make us buy it oh yeah yeah, yeah. they're not gonna um but no yeah and that's, that's another thing it's weird right this like you know you think i don't know if we any of us would have thought a year ago obviously none of this but also like that we'd get to a point where you know, we normalize wearing masks and we normalize movie releases being streamed. And, you know, it's just theaters going out of business. It's all Alma uh, draft house when they filed for bankruptcy. I mean, it's a different world we live in than a year ago. And it's, it's kind of, you know, not to get weird, but it's kind of a weird feeling because it's just so much has changed um, in just a year. So, uh, okay. Best thing I saw. Uh, so 
let me clear thing. One, one, one thing, like no kids were harmed in this and I definitely am a good father. So, and I didn't, ex- I mean, I, it depends on how you look at it. So we're outside playing me and my boys today and we're just like hanging out in the garage. And I have, of course, that's my, you know, I think most guys have a beer cooler or a beer, you know, fridge in the garage. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, it's like, I mean, if it was in the evening, I probably would have accepted it. It was in the middle of the day. And it's like, he just walks over to the fridge. He goes, hey, dad, you want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> He's four. And I was like, part of me was super proud. And the other half of me was like, oh, no, what have I, what have I done? Uh, and, he, and he even got witness. I was like, no, no, it's, you know, I was like, look at my phone, like three o'clock, mm, too early, you know? And, and uh, he, he got, he, he went, he even grabbed the beer took it to me as like holding it in my hand. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't, I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, so the best thing I saw today is that my son has now been like subconsciously trained to go get his dad a beer without even asking. I mean, how, how good a parenting is that or bad? Depends on how you look at it. Maybe when you take him to the track, you could teach him how to put in all your bets for you too. See, that's, and then you wouldn't have to do anything. I like that idea. Let's see if we I, can. I, he's smart enough. I definitely know that he's smart enough to do that. So, hey, yeah. Hey, son, between races, go go put this bet in for me for the next race and give me a beer. Yep, he could do both. I, I'm very confident. At four years old, I think he could do both. If you if you kind of just uh, taught him how to do it once or twice, I think he would do it. Father of the year, right there. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I I'm pretty sure that happens a lot. Uh, sons making bets for their dads, and I, you know, you, you talk about you know some of these stories of of the you know the like the older generation. Let's just say, um, you know, John, like there's stories of like them him making bets or making bets for his dad or talking. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's a lot of kids stuck into the track, and then you could bet you almost could you could even if it wasn't you directly making the bet you were still gambling yep. um so the, you know like i feel like a lot of people in our industry kind of started quote unquote illegally you know so it's uh <laughs> it's just a, uh yeah look at this mark says first four words for my daughter will be 50 cent pick four there you go <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh you know and you gotta you know my son i'll make sure he knows where all the carryovers are at you know when <laughs> jackpots are available um, I asked him today, actually, I was like, Hey, uh, do you think you'll want to run the, the racing dudes one day? And he's like, cause it, he, cause he didn't want to, I was, we were meeting my mom for something. I was like, well, she's at work. And he's like, I said, do you want to work one day? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, <laughs> Good call. I, got news for, yeah, I got news for you, buddy. Um, but I was like, Hey, do you want to, you, you know, you could do what daddy does and just, you take, you can do the racing dudes. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, there you go. So uh, we'll, 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 uh, he'll be our little protege, you know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's get to it. Cause we got a big healthy show here. Today's show. Uh, we're going to preview three derby preps running Saturday, the $400,000 Tampa Bay Derby, uh, Tampa Bay Downs, the 300000 San Felipe at Santa Anita and the $300,000 Gotham Stakes at Aqueduct. We're going to get some rapid fire selections for the remaining stakes action of the weekend. This segment has turned into kind of a, its own thing. And, and some week, you know, last weekend we weren't so hot, um, yeah. but we've been really hot uh, during this segment uh, the last several weeks prior. And so we'll get into that and kind of give you our kind of three top plays, so to speak, on Saturday as well. Let's go. Hey, Halterman, do you, uh, you shave your balls? I do. 
<laughs> well, there you go. Support for Flakers Off is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. That's right. We have we have been uh, offered an exclusive promo code, 20% off plus free shipping promo code DUDES at manscaped.com. What do you think of that? Well, listen, I, I hate to take the promo off for just a second, but this comment right here, the royal penis is clean. He was talking, of course, about coming to America and the famous line there, but it works for this too. Listen, Manscaped was hooked us up with a bunch <laughs> of different products. They shipped the whole racing dudes, all kinds of shit. It was crazy. And uh, listen, the lady's been enjoying it, Jared. The lady has been enjoying it. So I would definitely recommend uh, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 kit. It, it's 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 pretty nice yeah let's just say like without going into too much like and i think we can most men can attest to like i've had bad experience when it comes to trimming the old uh below the waist area and it, it hurts it hurts like shit okay and well, listen, you, know, you can't afford it with tinder you've got to be you got to be on I your game i can't have any downtime these days okay it things have to be ready to rock and roll downstairs right. and i can't be having my my junk all you know burning and shit because well that's another thing but uh you know you gotta tinder too much uh but no dude this you can use it in the uh, in the shower. It's waterproof. They've got an LED light on it to make shaving even easier. You know, if you like to shower in the dark, I guess. Um, but no, super, like the, the kit they gave us literally was the perfect package 3.0, which is what the girls call, that's my nickname on Tinder as well. And that it's it's unbelievable. It's got everything. And, you know, even had, did you try out the boxers yet, dude? It's legit. I have, yeah, I definitely have. I think Heather's gonna steal them from me. They're so nice. Yes. <laughs> And you know what? They do sponsor Brad Cox. <laughs> I'll give I'll give him Bradley's name, and that way they might be able. To, I think there's a, there's a promo code just looming right. There. Cox, enter don't do that. Enter dudes, dudes, enter dudes promo code at manscaped.com and get twenty percent off plus free shipping. You can get that for twenty percent off. So all this stuff we're talking about twenty percent off. Get twenty percent off with free shipping. Dudes at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with your free shipping. Dudes, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And they're at the post. And they're off and running to a perfect start in the 40th renewal of the Lamb Home South Tampa Bay Derby. All right, let's go to Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday. Kick things off at Tampa Bay. The race 11, the Tampa Bay Derby grade two with Florida K. Uh, this is for three-year-olds going one one and one sixteenth miles, and it is an official Kentucky Derby prep 50, 20, 10, 5 for your top four finishers. That's right. You win here, and you're gonna be in the Kentucky Derby. So, and, you know, and it's like if you look at Katie Man Rocket, he gets second. He's probably in the Kentucky Derby. So this is if you look at the, the three derby preps uh of of Saturday, you know, fill a 12 here. You know, if Candyman Rocket is your horse, it's two to one morning line. He's whatever he, I think he was ten or fifteen to one morning line, which the morning line was awful. And <laughs> same if Davis, but still, like that should tell you, like no, like if there's a if there's a Derby prep out of the three that's looming for an upset, it's this one. Boy, it sure feels that way. This is this is a wild and wacky race. It could go a lot of different ways. Listen, I was all over Candyman Rocket in the Sam F. Davis. 
Um, you know, like I said, we didn't get the price we wanted, but it still wasn't awful. I can't take him at what I think is probably going to be like eight to five when all is said and done. And, and the reason why he's going to get bet is where else are you going to go? Well, there's a lot of places you can go, but that's just it. There's a lot of places you can go. The money is going to be spread out once you get past the three Candyman Rockets. So I just couldn't go with him once again. Um, I kind of think the eight hidden stash can kind of turn the tables here. So that's who I went with on top. Uh, if you watch the Sam F. Davis, this horse was closing late despite kind of a weird trip. Um, you know, I, I just I just think second time off uh, out off of a little bit of a layoff here, Hidden Stash is going to be ready to run a better race. Rafael Bejarano gets back aboard. If you look at the past performances, the two races that Bejarano has been on this horse, they both have been wins. So he obviously gets along with the horse pretty well. Um, you know, four to one on the morning line. You know, there's 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 Pletcher's in here. Uh, there's, you know, a, a Helium for Cassie, who's who's getting a little bit of love. You know, Safi's got two horses. I think we can get every bit of four to one is what I'm saying with Hidden Stash. He may even go up a little higher than that. So um, for all those reasons, I think Hidden Stash can turn the tables here. I think there's a lot of speed up front. It should set up pretty well with him. So I'm going to go with an upset to start it off with number eight, Hidden Stash. Yeah, man, um, this is... I basically, yeah, he. I think he's my top choice, but I like a few in here. He's he's my lowest price horse at four to one that I like. Just the way this race sets up, it seems like it definitely need, you know would 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 you know draw on outside, you know, draw on, you know mostly outside of the speed here, uh, and and kind of going to sit a pretty good trip. You know, like you say, Barano, who he's, he's back uh, aboard, and you know. This horse ran for the first time since November in the same F. Davis and really ran a pretty good race. You you, you watch mm-hmm. that race and you and you see the horse that's flying late. They got came up got third. That was him. Um, so you got to think. You know, he tightened up the screws a little bit. This horse has ran three straight bullets um, working out since the Sam F. Davis. Uh, you got to think. You know, you look at you know just and again, you never like I don't look too much into workouts, but. You look at the race or the workout last, the last workout prior to Simmons Davis. This horse ran a four furlong uh, workout in 51 seconds. Uh, this horse just did it in 49. So, I mean, you could tell this horse is getting a little tightened up, right, for this one. And you got to think this horse is going to even get a bit better effort uh, here. So, Hidden Stash seems like to me uh, is a horse that's going to improve off of his last effort. And he really doesn't need to improve a whole lot because he was really getting close there at the end. Yeah, that's just it. If he had ran kind of a dog and he's like fifth, sixth, it's like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he was running hard towards the end. Um, I don't necessarily think he was the best horse in that race, but I, like you kind of said, I, I, I can project improvement. And uh, it's not like Candyman Rocket was finishing with a flurry in that in that spot. He, he got the lead, he grabbed the lead, and then he was just trying to kind of uh, – I mean, hang on is probably the right word, and maybe it's a little harsh, but he wasn't exactly flying home. So, yeah, I just think you kind of you kind of take a shot against here, uh, you know, with this horse. And another thing, if it does uh, rain or, or it's kind of an off track, uh, this horse did win on a good surface at Keeneland, uh, broke the maiden uh, back in October on a good surface. So, I mean, you know, maybe it's sloppy on Saturday, but still at least he has a win uh, with, with the off track. So um, another horse, man, I really thought about this one a lot. I I didn't have the guts to play it, but 
the nine unbridled honor. I was shocked when I saw 20 to one on mm. the morning line here. I thought this was a 10 to one, maybe eight to one type. Love it. Chris has Love a win it. At, at, uh, at, at Tampa Bay. We, we talked about the pace maybe melting down here. This horse should be able to pick up the pieces. I really thought that was a long shot that made sense. Dude, I'm with you. Like this is, uh, and someone mentioned here. Um, I think Mark, yeah, Mark says, you know, this threw us race to him three, eight, and eleven, meaning Promise Keeper, the other Pletcher. I think Unbridled Honor is the horse I want out of the Pletcher barn in this race for a couple reasons, right? Um, listen, like one, you got to imagine Promise Keeper, Louis Saez comes with. He's ridden, you know, like there's going to be a little more backing on that um, that morning line. So I would imagine his odds will be bet down whereas on brother honor maybe not as much uh so yeah to me this is the horse you watch that maiden race uh, where he broke his maiden at tampa mm-hmm. it was really impressive um you look at you know he got beat by risk taking i get he got hammered by risk taking uh he finished fourth in that race but you know obviously uh you know ran against a good horse wolfie's dynagos whiteburn um in his first day you know his first race so i mean he's like he's been in some pretty decent races and then it's like he gets from you know aqueduct to tampa and then all of a sudden now my only the thing I could pull the trigger if I'm playing a tournament, which I will be, uh, that if you know, again, you never know what the odds, but he's the kind of horse you want to look at. I'm wondering, are you worried? You look at the the horse, the first two races, he's awful, and then he puts Lasix on, and then he, I mean, there's too many, there's a lot of changes. He goes Tampa, he stretches out a little, or he goes backs off that mile and eighth race. Um, now the Lasix are obviously back off. Do you, does that, do you think that was like a, that that was almost a deterrent for me because I thought, gosh, it was maybe it was the Lasix that yeah. improved him that much. Yeah, it absolutely could be. Um, that that is a worry. It's a worry with any any worst really in these races right now. It's such a such an unknown from what we're used to handicapping. We we've never really handicapped and, and had to worry about something like that, you know, because Lasix has just been the norm uh, since we got into the game at least. So yeah, it is a worry. Uh, but at the same time, he's 20 to one. So (laughs) there's like, there's going to be a list of worries. That's just one you could add to it, uh, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it it always is. Uh, so, you know, I listen, if he's the one, okay. So I, my, we both are on hidden stash. He's kind of my other pletcher that I like. And if you're talking about one more, for me at a price that I think you're going to get this, this horse will be off at a higher price than unbridled honor. And listen, I, I get it. Boca boy for me is very interesting on a loose on the lead. How mm-hmm. far, how gutsy can he get? Listen, I know he faded in the, in the Sam F Davis to finish fourth. couple things about that. One, you talk about a horse improving like hidden stash. Well, this horse hadn't ran since September. Uh, and then ran that race in the in, in the Sam F. Davis. So you got to think he's going to improve off of that race as well. Um, you know, one thing about it is, even though you could tell he got tired at the end of that race, he 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 fought. You know, he tried. You know, he kept he kept going. He didn't fade to you know to eighth or something. I mean, he finished fourth in the race, beating four links. So you got to think he gets a little tighter here. He gets a little. You know, he's 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 a little bit more into the race. He gets. Uh, his old jockey Rayo, uh, who who rode this horse three straight, you know his three straight races, um, has won on him on his debut. It, you know the horse has won at a mile sixteenth. Now again, it was a lower level race. It was Gulfstream Park, uh, you know, restricted race, uh, so it wasn't like it was this. But getting the distance, you would think he can get. So it's just a matter of, like you would sure hate to get beat by a horse that's just like gets 
ballsy on the lead and, and Boca boy to me, I used him in the tournament that day in the same F Davis. And like I text you after that race, I was like, Hey, got my money's worth. Like he gave it a go at a huge price that day. So, you, I mean, that's the kind of horse that I like, you know, he's going to give it to you just a matter if he can get the distance. That's a really good manscape promo. The ballsy race of the week. I really like that. The, the, or the ballsy horse of the week. That's that there was you go. Week. Good job. Good job. Hey, we will, we'll tie that in after when we will recap. We'll say, Hey, the ballsy race of the week last week was when yep. sponsored by manscaped. Oh, yep. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Promo code dudes. <laughs> Is it no, dudes or dudes twenty? No, it's rock. It's don't don't confuse people. It's rocket twenty and dudes. Don't, don't scratch that out, everybody. It's dudes. I'm on okay? too many shows. I don't know which which one's which. Well, let let the host take care of those for you. So it's dudes, okay? Okay. Or the Magic Mike. I, I heard Magic Mike has one too. So, um, but yeah, dudes. Uh, yeah. So hidden stash for Joshua. Um, I'm a, I, the thing about hidden stash that has me worried, and you tell me, I'm sure you are, because I mean, one, if you saw anything in the Sam F. Davis, there's no telling what these morning lines will turn into. Yep. Two, you got to think he's starting to turn into like the the wise guy horse in this race, hidden stash being like everyone wants to try to beat Rock Candyman Rocket. Who are you going to beat him with? Well, the horse that looked like he was coming late in the race, and that's hidden stash. So I'm afraid four to one. I know you said you think you'll get it, but I'm afraid that like he might be bet hard. Well, I mean, it's possible. It, it certainly is possible that he will be bet, but I, I don't know. I just I just have a, enough faith in so many you know big name trainers in this that it'll, it'll spread the money out enough. Plus, Candyman Rocket certainly should take some money here. I mean, that horse should be bet less than two to one. I would think. Uh, you look at this on paper. This isn't the strongest group. I mean, it, it's it's pretty weak. Um, you can't tell me whoever wins this race you're going to want back in the Kentucky Derby. You know, uh, it's just mm. that's just not going to happen in my opinion. So, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Maybe, maybe you know, is this horse likely to be the second choice? Yeah, probably. So then it'll just it'll just be determining. Okay, how much money did Candyman Rocket take? And how low is that third, fourth, and fifth choice? And that'll be kind of – will determine where Hidden Stash ultimately falls. But, you know, I, you know, like I said, I don't think he was the best horse last time out, but I think he is the horse with definitely with the best chance to improve this time out. Uh, a few other horses I at least want to ask you about just because they might be uh, – you know, people wanting – you know, Awesome Jerry, uh, you know, Staffy Joseph finished uh, seventh – hammered got hammered in that race by grace honor and the holy bull um awesome jerry shows up here with blinkers off any interest at all no no he's gonna have to prove it to me same with his stable mate moonlight strike yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you kind of want to right because it's saffy and you're like hey, yeah. maybe the switch from Gulfstream to tampa will be enough but yeah i don't see it either um Helium. Okay. Yeah. Someone brought up helium. Joshua said helium and helium is a horse um, that was claimed this week in the fantasy league. And here yeah. he shows up six to one for Mark Cassie after has not lost a race. He's two for two after running two, seven for long races at Woodbine shows up here. I don't, I don't hate him. I don't love him. I'm very lukewarm on him. I mean, it's a perfect race for him to enter. You know, if this horse was in the Florida Derby or the, you know, San Felipe or, 
well, I guess maybe Gotham he could win, but you know, the, he needs to be in, a, in this type of race to start off. I don't think he's anything special. Um, maybe, you know, underneath, but there's a lot of question marks with this one. Yeah. I mean, I, he would, he would shot me quite a bit if he really? would, like, if he, if he ran, I mean, like if he hits the board, it'll be kind of surprising to me, to be honest with you. I just think that's such a such a switch from going seven furlongs on the synthetic at Woodbine to here. Um, again, this isn't like the deepest field, but that's a that's a jump for sure. Um, prom, you didn't really mention, didn't talk. We talked a lot about Umbrella Honor, but his stablemate Todd Pletcher, for Todd Pletcher, promise keeper, the the kind of the probably the main thread as far as you know, eight to one on the morning line gets Leah Sias, who's ridden this horse two straight times, looked really good um breaking spade and last time out and if i guess if you know for some people mentioning earlier on the show that maybe it will uh the track will be sloppy if it is this seems like a horse that might take some money too yeah you know i'm trying to get trying to get on board with him i'm just having a little bit of trouble um you know that maiden win was impressive visually the number didn't come back great at least the time form number um there's such there's such a you know a wide variety of speed in this race. I worry uh, about him maybe getting into a little bit of a pace duel here. First time going two turns, you know maybe the horse turns for home and and has the lead and gets caught. Uh, I could see that happening. I like that Saya stays aboard here. Um, I think like he's the definition of a defensive use. I'll probably throw him on a ticket, the pick four, pick five ticket. I'm not overly confident in this horse. And this is another horse that got claimed in our fantasy league this year or, or this week uh, for, for Paul. And so we'll kind of see what happens there, but I'm not overly confident in this horse. Paul, he claimed the wrong pletcher, dude. Um, <laughs> all right. Last horse. I know this is the one you wanted to pick for Dale Romans. Number 12 <laughs> sitting on go. How about this? How about, <laughs> how about these running lines? Breaks his maiden by four wins the Iroquois by two and a half. Since then, ninth by beating 12, six beating five, and six beating 17. Now, that is some some epic training by Dale Romans. Three different tracks, too, so you can't make the excuse of, well, maybe he doesn't like Gulfstream or something <laughs> well, like that. that they're going to run through them all until he finds what he likes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So the Breeders' Cup, draw a line through it. I mean, that's a tough race, right? So you can, you can forgive him for that. But uh, – the, the next two, you know, the Kentucky Jockey Club was not that tough of a race. He was seven to two in that race and got beat by five links and finished sixth. And, and then the Holy Bull, wow. I mean, that was just a complete no-show. I Listen, he's going to just have to run a ton better for me to even think about playing him again. Um, now, listen, I, I not, you know, we love, you know, Brody's cause obviously makes you feel old thinking that's his, his sire. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to make a, sit here and make a case for him because I'm. But if 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 he were to bring it and show up, this race like sets up sets up perfect, right? Because he's he when he was running at his best, he had that really good kick for home. You know, he finished really strong in those races. If there was ever a time he should show up, this would be the one, right? Because the race sets up. But no, I I mean. I imagine people will use this horse in tournaments for that reason, but I'm I'm not I'm not feeling it. No, I just couldn't get I couldn't get aboard him. I, you know, I thought I don't know. I kind of thought about him for a second because it's like it does feel like a race where Romans would win it, you know. But I, I just this horse just hasn't shown anything. So 
yeah, I can't trust him at all here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So last question, because we'll, you know, there's, there's probably bigger horses to talk about in the next two races. But yeah. uh, you know, as far as moving forward, I always ask you these questions on these Derby preps. Moving forward, obviously, you have to at least take one, maybe two. You know, if Hidden Stash say wins and 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 Candyman second, well, there's two horses in the Kentucky Derby, so. You know, what horses, you know, I because like say one of those Pletchers airs or some, or wins and looks impressive. All of a sudden he becomes a not maybe a legit derby contender, but he's someone that's of interest. Yeah, I, I for interest would make sense. But no, I'm not going to take anything that wins here serious. Um, I guess maybe if Candyman Rocket like improves off that last race, that then you could say, OK, well, he's improving with every start, blah, blah, blah. But Overall, I would be shocked if I, you know, if we're sitting on the live stream and this race ends and I go, oh, that, that horse has got a shot. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, it just, it seems like one of the, like, it's a weird race. Like you're just, you're literally only handicapping for this race. You know what I mean? Like you're just try to get the winner here and then basically forget about these horses because the next time they run, they're, they're a throw out. Um, it's, it, it essentially is kind of how i look at it so uh you and i are both on number eight hidden stash we both also like i mean 21 morning line we'll see if we get that number nine unbridled honor they're in the gate and they're off i was going to santa anita on saturday again this is going to be back to back to back action on saturday the race six san felice takes grade two with 300k for three-year-olds Going one, one and one sixteenth miles field of seven. So a smaller field lines up for this one, led by four to five morning line favorite. No surprise there. Life is good for Bob Baffert. To a lot of people, the number one horse, number number one three-year-old, I should say, horse in America. Maybe it's essential quality. Maybe it's life is good. And we're about to find out, I guess. Medita Spirit, the other Baffert, seven to two, the great one for Doug O'Neill at four to one. Roman Centurion, eight to one. Those are your main contenders. Dream Shake, Peter Erton here at decent little. Horse that broke his maiden uh, five to one. You've got a couple, you know, if they win this race, then you just go ahead and just kind of walk off. That's <laughs> none above the, none above the law for Peter Miller. I don't think he's even got the ability to win this one and governor's party at 50 to one, but really seven horses, five horses that have made, well, five horses that we should probably talk about. Yeah. Well, I'll cut it down to four. Uh, and, and well, I'll ask you before I do. I don't think Roman Centurion can win. Can he finish like third? Maybe. Do you agree or disagree? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to cut it down to four for us. I think there's four logical win candidates, and I'll cut it down to three now. Adina Spirit, <laughs> can he turn the tables on Life Is Good here? No, I, I would be shocked. Shocked. I would be too. I think he's another second or third place horse. He's tough, but I, I would be shocked if he wins. So I think it's down to three horses. I think life was good, dream shake, and the great one. Um, my top pick is going to be life is good. Uh, listen, this is a horse I've been super impressed with uh, since the beginning. I mean, that that maiden special weight win was incredible. Followed up. I mean, a lot of people were, were critical of life is good, but he, he ran a one-on-one buyer in his sham win. Thought he was decent. Same, you know, it's the same kind of setup to me. Uh, the horse is going to get out to the lead. And, and, and that's going to be the one they're going to have to catch. And the stable mate, the three, is the only one that can really challenge him on the lead, I think. I don't see the Baffert horses dueling, so I think life is good. Is probably going to be loose on the lead. 
Um, an extra 16th of a mile. That's the question mark, right? Can the horse no. continue to stretch out? We'll find out. If not, we've got two horses that can beat them. The two dream shake and the five, the great one. Um, since the five is drawn outside uh, of the one and the three, I think they'll try to rake the horse off the pace a little bit. And I think that's probably a good decision. He'll be the first one to pounce the race last time out. And that maiden special weight was super, really, really good. If he can run back to that again, he's got a great shot to pull the upset here. So I do like the five. Here's the thing. The two Dream Shake actually has the highest time form number in the field. He earned a 120 time form for that four and three quarter length maiden special weight win on debut. Got to stretch out today. That's the big question. But that was a very, very impressive performance. We don't know what he is just yet. I think Dream Shake's got a shot here as well. I think it's a three-horse race between the one, the two, and the five, but I, I think life is good is just too good, so I put him on top. And see, our boy Vinny here thinks Dream Shake and Roman Centurion are the only two that could upset. I would love to hear the argument for, for Roman Centurion. Roman Centurion, who obviously finished second to Medina Spirit uh, last time out in the Robert B. Lewis Hot Rod Charlie. I mean, you might as well group all those three together because they were right there on the wire together in the Robert well, B. Lewis Everybody keeps telling me Roman Centurion, Roman Centurion, he he's developing. He should progress. Why? Why should he progress here? <laughs> that last race wasn't off a layoff. That last race wasn't a distance he's he he hasn't ever gone. The last race he got an absolutely perfect setup and couldn't get by. Why why is he supposed to get better here? Yeah, no, I I don't uh he's not one. I he'll have to prove it to me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um no, I, I, life is good. Just I, I get it's it, this is it's gonna be an interesting one, right? Because it's a horse that's never gone longer than a mile. And in that mile race, he he's he's drifting a little bit. He, he the 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 four length romp turns into less than a length win, right? Um, so you wonder, okay, he, can he get the distance? And you know, you look at his works and this horse. I mean, it's hard. You'd be hard pressed to find a horse that works better than this horse, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he he works like a monster every time i mean it's just it's effortless um he's got the makings of being like that but like the baffert horse that we're you know used to seeing right you know the ones that mm -hmm. that are freakish um so he he's the pick um but if you get to a situation where he hits the 16th pole and it's like uh-oh uh-oh Mike's got the whip out <laughs> uh, and, and look, who's that? Oh, that's, that's dream shake. And that's, and, and who's on outside of him. That's the great one who can pass him. That's, you know, the great one is I've been less high on the great one than you have, but he's definitely very interesting in this spot. Um, he should sit off of him. He should sit off him pretty well. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> You keep looking at the the getting beat by Spielberg and the lost self charity. I know that was a while back, but it's like it's hard to get that out of your mind. Um, he looked really good. When, you know, that's a the crazy thing about this horse. This horse ran four races, one of them being a stakes race, two stakes, I should say. I guess his debut was a stakes. Yeah. Before he broke his maiden, and he finally broke his maiden, and then here he is. So I'm gonna have to take a wait and see on him. If there's gonna be a horse that's gonna beat, life is good. I think it's Dream Shake. Yeah, I, I get the, the pause for concern on the great one. But the, the one thing I will say, you don't see a horse win like that in a, in a maiden 
special weight at, at the big tracks very often. You just mm -hmm. don't. And forget about all that garbage beforehand. That race last time out is good enough to be really, really competitive here. And that's all I'm going to judge him off. Um, you know, he's three-year-old now. Um, once he, once he's got it figured out, he's looked pretty darn good these last two starts. So I, I think, I think he can compete, but I, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm really excited to see what dream shape can do here. I, I think, you know, that's the horse that could come flying late. Yep. Um, that was, a, that was just a freak performance and Peter Hurton is not, you know, just real special with, with first time starters. <laughs> right. And, and he's really not a, a guy that wants to throw them in stakes races after they break their maiden. This horse is just too good. You got to take a shot right now. Yeah. He's uh, you know, he's striking while it's hot, right. You know, because mm -hmm. he, you know, he's less than a, you know, I guess it'd be close to a month. Um, yeah. It's, you know, Joshua says, I have no feeling like I have no feel for the great one. And I'm with you. Like, it's just kind of hard to get a read on, especially turf, dirt, turf, dirt, dirt, you know, and, and listen, I, you know, I, you wonder too for you know, like I agree the way he won his last race, the main special weight, it's what you want to see. He he kind of sits off of it a little bit, he pounces, he just rolls off, he he throws up a 92 buyer, which was easily his best, more than 10 points better than his you know low south charity where he got an 81. You kind of that's the kind of horse you're like, okay, but look what he finally got in that race, Lasix. And you kind of want, and you also wonder, was that the, was, you know, and again, you never know. I mean, you, you, sometimes maybe he just figured it out. Maybe it was just coincidence that he also had Lasix, but then now obviously Lasix are back off being, uh, you know, like a prep race. And so you're like, well, I don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll, we'll find out if the Lasix was that big of a, an improvement. Um, but that was another one for me, uh, you know, but, you know, Dream Shake is, is running with that too. So, you, you know, you never know. I know that, that there, there it is again that that LASIK situation that we have to worry that, about this year. Right, we've talked about that a lot on different shows, and it's like yeah. you just we don't. It's not something we're used to having to kind of handicap for when it's clearly it does help horses, uh, yeah. and and we see it a lot, and and obviously you don't know, and you know, so you kind of have to weigh those in sometimes to your handicapping. But yeah, like how are you? Before I ask you, because I know life is good as a horse that we all need to pay attention to, and there might be a lot in here. How do you kind of look at – how would you tell someone to play this race? Obviously, if you're playing in a tournament, you're not playing life is good. You're playing something crazy. Um, if you are playing in a multis, how are you playing it? If you're just betting this race, like because when you have a horse like life is good, who's going to be at least you know three to five, something, you know, he's going to be pounded. How do you play a race? Yeah, the odds are going to make the big thing, right? If he if he goes off at three to five or less, it's it's hard to play uh, that horse to win. And so then you got to go with exotics, and you got to put him on top of an exacta with Dream Shake and uh, and the great one on bottom. Or you're going to put him in a try, and you're going to put him on top, Dream Shake, and the great one in second. And then maybe you throw in your Roman Centurion type in third, uh, Medina Spirit in third, uh, horses like that. But, uh, you know, it, it depends on the odds. If, if you can get his morning line of four to five or higher, I wouldn't be opposed to just say bet the win. Um, but, yeah, you know, if, if the odds go down, obviously you just got to keem on top of uh, some exotics and, and try to make your money that way. I will say this to to Vinny's point. If uh, and again, you never like it's hard to tell, but you know the Roman Centurion is a pretty decent uh, horse to use in the tournament because if you think he can, yeah, he can if he can upset here at eight to one, 
That's huge. Um, Cause you're not going to get the value in dream shake and you're mm-hmm. not going to get a Medina spirit. Obviously life is good. Those are all horses that are tough to play in a tournament situation. And I feel like if you're playing, if you're playing the four, you're playing the six, you're almost just throwing away this race. Yep. Cause that's really hard, hard pressed to get one of those to finish top two. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that would be tough, but Roman Satarian hit maybe um, upsetting. I think he's the most logical if you're going to play a tournament situation, but yeah. yeah. Uh, last thoughts on the race. Obviously the winner is, you know, life is good. Win, lose or draw. I mean, he's a horse that people know and are going to be looking at moving forward, but I mean, gosh, you're looking at, three or four or five four at least that you sh- that might be a you know triple crown type maybe it's not the derby maybe it's a preakness something that are all going to be notable moving forward yep that's right uh i think the winner of this race will be either ranked first or second as we go in uh you know after the weekend's over so um yep uh this is this is the best prep we've seen yet from top to bottom and uh yeah i mean the winner's gonna have to earn it we know that if life is good goes out and airs he will be first uh, there's no question um but if not if he struggles again or if he loses then then probably essential quality will be first and then whoever wins will be second yeah dude it's it's a uh, for you know usually the sam philippe might it's not it's not unlike the sam philippe to have a top heavy race because we see big horses run this race every almost every year it seems mm-hmm. um but to have it's it's pretty stacked top to bottom you know when you're talking a five or seven horse field and we're talking about how deep it is that's yeah. pretty rare especially at santa anita um so all right you and i are both on number one life is good the field is in line and they're off and finally let's go to aqueduct which is actually we just talked about this off air a little bit the first prep of the day but we're gonna talk about this last because it is the less of the the it's a great three it's three hundred thousand dollars three year olds uh going one mile it's don't i mean again every time i talk about aqueduct derby preps don't even be started the woods the only one that makes sense but we're at a mile racing the gotham in march it's a field of eight and your eight to five morning line favorite number three highly motivated makes his three-year-old debut cannot wait this horse looks on paper like the best horse except for maybe Bob Baffert bringing in at five to two freedom fighter. So freedom fighter versus highly motivated. We talked about how deep the field was in the last race. This one, not so much. Yeah. This race seems definitely like a two horse race. And if one of these two don't win, I I don't really know what to say about it. Number three, highly motivated. Number seven, freedom fighter. These two look like standouts. Listen, it's, it's, it's going to be quite similar to the San Vicente, right? Freedom Fighter got out ahead, and Concert Tour was chasing and trying to close. Well, Freedom Fighter is going to get out ahead here. Highly Motivated is going to sit. Uh, you know, he won't sit too far back, but it'll be a stocking trip. He'll be right there, and can he close? I personally think Highly Motivated can. So I'm going to go Highly Motivated on top here. Um, and another thing, I think a mile might just be a tad too far for freedom fighter. I, I, I think he might, you know, if it was six, seven furlongs, he might be able to hang in there that mile, that, that, that last furlong might get him. So yeah, I I'm high on highly motivated to three. Um, you know, we saw him uh, up close and personal like Keeneland uh, back in November. He looked awfully good in the Nyquist stakes. He, he beat a, what we were sitting there discussing as a very evenly matched field. We didn't really know where to go, who to pick. He beat him by four. That, that, is always when when that happens, you always go, wow, that's that's a pretty nice horse. So, yeah, highly motivated for me. 
yeah, uh, you know, I, I listed it. I, I, it's hard. Like this, let's. It's kind of if you take out Freedom Fighter, and again, even if you don't, like we still, he's kind of, he's not anywhere near like being like a top level Baffert. If it's, it's like an allowance field, and highly motivated, it's clear. There's a lot, you know, he's a stakes winner. He won the Nyquist. You know, like this, this. He's already he's already passed this test. You know what I mean. So it's just a matter of how he comes off of the uh, the layoff. You know, not seeing him since, like you said, the Breeders' Cup November sixth. But listen, I mean, you look at you look at the horse, like you say, you look at the 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 fields that he's faced and and how they came back and quick tempo. Roderick came back to win. Nota Agenda came back to win in, in the the maiden breaker. Um, I mean, he's been in some good ass races, right? You know, he 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 almost wins on his debut. Uh, then comes back and wins, uh, breaks his maiden at Belmont, and then he, you know, stays a six and a half furlongs and then does that at Keeneland. Like you say, he's, you know, looks really freaking good. Castellano's ridden this, ridden this horse all three times. He's back to ride again. There's a lot to like. I, I'm with you. I think, I, you know, I, I'm still on the fence. Obviously, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm slightly biased, but um, I still am not totally sold that he can be like a high-level Horse, especially going like say a mile and eight, mile and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know that until they, you know, we see. But for this, like, it's the perfect spot for him, considering off the layoff, a horse that hasn't gone two turns yet. Guess what? Not two turns here. Um, so I think that's a huge thing for him. It's going to be just like a normal race for him. So okay, here's my worry for you and your fantasy team with highly motivated. On paper, there's a lot of speed in the race, right? But We've seen this before. California horses ship to New York. California speed seems to be a little different. And maybe it's just Baffert speed, but I'll call it California speed. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Couldn't you see this Freedom Fighter clearing this field, getting ahead a couple of links and keeping, you know, keeping his distance. And then it's all of a sudden, it's not a pace duel. It's him just running everybody else into the ground. I mean, that's my worry about this race as as far as from, from your standpoint because, I mean, you know, to be clear, I don't really care who wins. <laughs> I don't have a fantasy a, a stake involved here. Um, but uh, I could see it happening. Uh, I'm a little worried about that. But I still think moving forward, no matter if Highly Motivated gets first or second here, he's the one you want moving forward from on the Derby Trail. Uh, so, and I, I still think he's probably a little bit better horse than Freedom Fighters. So, I'm with you. I think highly motivated is the one. And and again, uh, past these two, I don't see anything to talk about. No, if like you say, if something else um, wins this race, it would be shocking, right? Um, no, to your point, yeah. I mean, it's Baffert, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you totally. Once he's in, when he when he when he said that he's bringing a freedom fighter, and you know, I said I said the group was like son of a bitch. Like, yeah. You know, because it's it's like he. Sh- he can get a horse to win a race like this. He's even said, like, I don't think he's a derby horse yet, but here he is because he can, you know, can he run a mile? Probably. Um, I just think those, like that last, you know, the the last, you know, say, uh, you know, furlong maybe is just really going to, really going to hit him hard. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I agree. He's speed to speed. No doubt about it. Like Capo Kane can't keep up with him early mm-hmm. on in the race. Um, Wipe the slate can't keep up with him early on the race. So I mean, 
the the key part for me was I feel like even if he does go fast, like highly motivated does have enough early speed that he stay he won't be like having to close from a mile out of it. So he'll be in the race. Um, it's just to me the only question mark is how he comes back. You know, he's been working out great. All the reports we have from people that know Chad say that he's looked really really good. He's a big horse. Uh, they've they think he's the goods, you know, like I haven't heard any reports other than that. So you just, they got it, but they got to go out and run it, you know? So you just yep. don't know. Um, unfortunately he runs into tough, tough luck, Bob. Uh, so that, yeah. and, and, you know, a key point though. And think about this as we close this race, when was the last time Bob Baffert don't forget like gaming and, 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 you know, justify, but when was the last time Bob Baffert sent a horse to New York on a derby trail and it was any good. Yeah. He, he doesn't. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he ships. It's un- his shipping numbers are incredible, but they're like Oakland, you know, he ships to Oakland incredibly. Yeah. He ships to Kentucky incredibly, but he, when it comes to derby trail stuff, he doesn't normally ship them. Like when they ship to New York, they're usually awful. Yeah. Yeah, because he he doesn't want to waste the time at Aqueduct, I don't think, you know. Um, yeah, no, you're right. They, he usually does not. Well, I think only one time as he shipped one in for the Gotham, and it was uh, much better, who was fourth. I think that's the year Heichel won it, if I'm not mistaken. So I uh, could be wrong on that. As I get older, the years get mixed up. But I know much better did ship here, set the pace, much like Freedom Fighter is going to do, and then, and then faded. So um yeah you're right that that is kind of the thing it's like this horse we live but here's the deal we know this horse isn't that good we and we know he's not a derby horse so you know it's just gonna be can he just get up there and get a cheap win because that's what this would be right i mean to your point we'll end it with that uh highly motivated is the horse you know unless he doesn't fire you know his third fourth something like that then you get you're worried, but sec first or even second, because if, if he finishes second to Bob Baffert doing this with this horse, you're like, well, shit, as long as he runs a good race, he's who you want moving forward on the Derby trail. Like you said, yeah. Um, I don't think you can give me any odds. I will not take freedom fighter in the Kentucky Derby out of this race. Cause let's not forget this is a 50 point race. Yep. Just like the other two we talked about. That's what's so busy. That's what's so bizarre about this series they have. Like the hor- the race is ran at a mile in March, and yet Freedom Fighter, if he goes and wins this race, he's well. How many points did he get in the Sam FD or in the uh, in the Sam? Well, the Sam FD didn't get points, but yeah. he, he wins this race. He's in the. They have to run two turns to earn Derby points. Not not in this one though. <laughs> not here, but yet they ran a mile and eight already so don't doesn't it seem like such a easy solution flip the withers and the gotham oh now we're now we're good you just flip those two it's really not hard you you flip them you make this race the mile 16th race in the wood the mile and eighth and then and it goes a mile mile 16th mile and eighth just like i know a track in arkansas it does it that way but what do we know so (laughs) all right you and i are both on number three let's go bonnie Come on, my number one draft pick. Number three, highly motivated. <laughs> Time for Rapid Fire presented by Manscaped. Get 20% off free, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code DUDES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code DUDES, D U D E S. Unlock your confidence 
and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. That's right. Your balls will thank you, Halterman. How many times a week do your balls thank you? Oh, man. Um, let's say five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boy, you you know, for your age, you still, you still bring it. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm def, I'm definitely proud of you on that one. I did not think you had it in you. All right. So the, the way, the way I'm a very good liar. So, <laughs> uh, the way we do rapid fire these days, it's obviously the, the stakes actions just out of control. Uh, we got three categories. What category do you want to kick things off with here? I think we should do the lock that shit up pick of the week. I love it. Lock that shit up. Pick of the week, Halchman. Where are you going now? I gotta ask a question. You, you, we, we said stakes races, but do handicaps count? Can we also do handicaps? Yeah, of course. Great race two at Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday. It's just called handicap. <laughs> I, I, don't look at me. It's just called handicap. Uh, race two Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday. It is for seven furlongs. Uh, four-year-old fillies and mares. A four-year-old and upward Phillies and mares. I think the number three movie Moxie is the key to the early uh, pick four or excuse me, pick five. I think you can single this horse and move on. Uh, this horse is a winner. Uh, two out of the last three faces a field today that leaves a lot to be desired in this quote-unquote handicap uh, field. Luis Saez jumps aboard here. This is a single to start off uh, at Tampa Bay on Saturday. Number three movie Moxie in the second race. I feel like if they're looking for name, like racing dudes handicap, like we'd more than more than happily give you that name with permission. Yes. Like if like you've got <laughs> you, you got to give me more than that, right? Um, yes. The handicap. All right. What are you betting? I like the hand, like we're in the handicap today. Oh yeah. What rate? The handicap. Okay. Uh, okay. Number <laughs> the lock that I like it. Uh, horse. Uh, the, my most likely winner. Let's go. I'm gonna stay at Tampa Bay, and I'm gonna go a little bit later in the card. To, who is, by the way, not even the favorite on the morning line, which we know how important that is. Uh, race five, the Challenger Stakes. It's grade three, 100K, four-year-olds and up, going one and one-sixteenth miles. I went with uh, the three-horse, War Stopper, Todd Pletcher, Luis Saez. Modernist gets the, uh, somehow is the favorite of this one, which, you know, I think you and I both looked at that earlier today and thought, Okay, you know, uh, <laughs> gets it's all you know. Listen, War Stopper, a horse that since he's been with Todd Pletcher, has been awesome. You know, you know, Gulfstream Park what, debuted a mile, you know, one by three, stretched out to a mile sixteenth, wins by one. Just really seems like this horse is. You look at the way this horse has improved just by being with Todd Pletcher. Declaration of War. Uh, you got the part. You know, being uh, the Mad Cat Stables part of this partnership. Been working out well. Todd Fletcher obviously brings horses in here to win on Tampa from Gulfstream. I think that horse is going to be awfully tough to beat. Five to two. Sign me up for five to two. Yeah, I like that one as well. And I agree. That horse is going to be a big favorite. Now, one thing to be clear as we do these, you know, we 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 obviously try not to overlap. So life is good would be a lot, a very legitimate horse right. to, to put as your lock that shit up. But obviously, we already talked about that race, so we kind of kind of give you a, a different variety, um, and we don't talk about these prior. So sometimes we do line up, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we line up in the same race, which makes things interesting. But all right, next 
category. Let's go with uh, the making it rain long shot pick. What do you got? The one that's going to pay stacks on Saturday. Well, I'm going to go to race 10 and let's hope we get some decent weather and this stays on the turf. Uh, Tampa Bay Downs, race number 10. It's the grade three Florida Oaks going one and uh, one and one sixteenth mile for three-year-old Phillies. I'm going to go with, quote unquote, the other uh, uh, Grand Motion horse in here. I'm going to go the three horse Mia Martina. Uh, this horse is two for two uh, to kick off her career and a very impressive win last time out over a solid uh, allowance field at Gulfstream Park. Ships over here. This is a you know very logical race. I look at this and see a ton of speed. I think this horse can close from the clouds and win. I really love that eight to one price. So I'm going to go number three, Mia Martina, uh, as the making it rain long shot pick of the week. I like it. I like it. Eight to one. Sign me up for that one. Now let's go with, uh, it's funny that we both are going to, like we're staying at Tampa Bay when we got the Santa card to talk about. Um, let's go to race. You know, I was between two horses in this race. And then I looked at the odds race nine, which is uh, the Hills, the Hillsborough stakes. Let's go with, and that's okay. This is a, a Phillies mayor's for is enough. Uh, going one and one eighth miles on the turf, and Magic Attitude is going to be a horse a lot of people are going to be paying attention to. Certainly, so nine to two. <sighs> you know, listen, Michel I was between Michelin's eleven horse at eight to one and New York Girl at five to one. Listen, I'm going to stick with New York Girl. That's my top pick in the race, so I'm going to stick with it. And no five to one. I like to give a little bit bigger price than five to one, but I got to think you're going to get a better price than five to one. Yeah. Um. I. I honestly, when I I, I saw the morning line, I thought, did I miss something? Because I kind of felt like you know I asked you this morning and I agreed. I just like I wanted to make sure that I thought I thought New York Girl would be the bigger price. Yeah. Um. For Bill Mott. Junior uh, Alvarado to ride his horse. He's ridden this horse the, uh, the first two efforts since being in the United States. Wins on debut. Uh, comes back in the Tampa at Tampa Bay in the Dever. Uh, counterparty wrist just barely uh, beats this horse. This horse finished second. For a to me, this has the, the makings of a, a mod horse that's kind of improving on the turf um, with each and every start. I think there's enough excuses um, in the last one, obviously, that this horse can kind of turn the table, so to speak, on counterparty risk. This this race has, I, I get Magic Attitude being nine to two, but I feel like this race kind of screams upset possibility. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I kind of like the other one you're talking about, uh, Michelin yes. as well. Uh, I'm haven't decided what exactly to do there, but uh, yeah, In I do junior like we trust. I agree. I mean, Dude. You, you, I know you, Altman. <laughs> He's, he's on one. You just have no you have no doubt that at least you're going to get the very best effort and the very best effort out of the horse when you have him. For my money, he's the best rider in the country right now. I would take him over anybody at the at, at the way he's riding right now is ridiculous. Venezuelan hug last weekend was that was just fantastic, uh, and he does that every day at, at Gulfstream. So, yep, I love Junior right now. He's he's the man. All right, let's uh, this one. I'm ex I mean, this is definitely, this is, if there's ever been a race that fits the so excited I get wood race of the week, this is this race. But I want to hear yours first. Maybe we have the same one. No, I didn't steal yours. I knew what yours was. So I went uh, one race prior to what you're going to talk about. I think the Frank Kilroy mile this year, uh, it'll be race nine at Santa Anita. 
on Saturday. I think this is going to be just fantastic. You've got a field of 10. It is wide open. Uh, right. A Comet is the favorite. And I think that's one we could beat. So I also am looking forward to it uh, from a betting standpoint. You got smooth like straight. Uh, you know, one of the best California horses on the turf. Uh, Chad Brown's got Flavius. Chad Brown's got Spirit Animal. Todd Pletcher's ships social paranoia over for this race. There's a ton of different ways you can go. I, I'm kind of leaning Flavius at the moment, but uh, I may jump back and forth a little bit by the time we finally are we the time I have to finalize these picks. But uh, this is gonna be a hell of a race. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm this talk about you know staying this like this is gonna be. That's after obviously you know life is good should win and if he doesn't if it, pandemonium but I mean after that it's like you really set into like these really fucking good six yeah. races one after another I mean for it being a March card that's these are really good races and that sets me up for the race that I am most excited for and that would be the next race race ten the big cap some grade one four hundred k going a mile and a quarter. Listen, you. I mean, if you if you know this show, if you know me, you know if when Maxfield's coming over to the West Coast, you know I'm pumped. And of course, you got Tiz Magician in here as well, a, a dude's favorite. Of course, Magic uh, has a ungodly amount of uh, fan crush on this horse. He owns the. He's a part owner with the My Race Horse, and so you know it'll, that will definitely be entertaining to have us both on the uh our, our horses so to speak uh you know of course i don't own maxfield not with godolphin but um no maxfield i mean a horse that finally is let's quote, knock on wood is going to be able to put three races in a row something he's not done in his entire career mm. and it's he's fi got five races he's won all five but yet it seems like he's been around forever although at the same time it's hard to believe he was just three last year you know like it's weird. Like he's just a weird horse because he's never been around long enough to kind of get you. He's almost like a myth. Like remember when you know, that was so good when Maxfield did that, and then you haven't seen him in like six months. So, uh, but Maxfield, he he travels out here. He's staying um, in the United States, and he runs in the Big Cap. But listen, this is uh, you know, you and I talked a little bit about this, and and you're kind of you asked me like, did you want to make him your lock that shit up pick, and I. So, you know, obviously I think he's going to win. He's my top pick. Um, but this is not the easiest of races on top of the fact that he's shipping. Um, on fact, on top of the fact that he's going longer than he's, you know, he's never even ran a mile and eighth, you know? So, I mean, he's, he's really pushing it here, but he's got the talent. So it's just a matter of getting it done. But yeah, I think this race sets up to, for him, but it's going to be a fun one to watch. This is an interesting one. I don't know if he's a slam dunk. I definitely think, uh, you know, he is deserving favorite. I think he'll be bad, and I think he's got a great shot to win. But you're right. I don't think he's a slam dunk. And, boy, isn't it kind of – I don't know what the right word is. Interesting, ironic, whatever. The horse will try to put three straight races together together with that third race coming at Santa Anita, just like as a two-year-old when he was scheduled for the Breeders' Cup, a race that, looking back – you had to think he would have won by like 20 links over that terrible field, you know, oh, yeah. and he had to scratch out of it. So maybe he gets out to Santa Anita now and gets that win uh, that we've literally been waiting two years uh, to see that win out there at Santa Anita. So great spot for him. Really glad he's here. He just adds so much intrigue to a truly historic race. The big cap, uh, you just got such a long history of producing great horses and, and great finishes and races 
happy to see Maxfield here. Happy to see this, you know, being a really good race. Listen, Independence Hall, the runner-up at the Pegasus is here too. So um, it's a lot. To, it's a lot to look forward to, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I guess uh, if if you don't like, I mean, we obviously are both picking Maxfield, but who's his, who's his biggest? You know, who's his biggest threat? Obviously, Maxfield has been known to kind of come from the clouds. He also come from right, you know, near it with flow, you know, coming back to ride here. You got to think he's going to be in the ball game, so to speak, for most of this race, going to be close, you know, being a short field as well. So you got to think he's going to be there, but who is he, you know, is he going to run? He's going to try to run down Tiz Magician. I think that's probably the, the setup. Is there a horse that could beat him? You know, and, I mean, obviously it's not a slam dunk. Who? Who can run him down? Who can close fast? Is it is it idle? Is it express train? Is it coastal defense? Independence Hall. I mean, who is who's your biggest threat? I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with with Denny 100. Express train last time out looked like a horse that's improving, a horse that's getting ready to to run another big race. And then Idle gets the jockey change, and I think that's huge. And not only does he get the change, he gets Rosario. So I think that finally could make this horse run a little bit better. Uh, hey, if it's me, I like the two, I like the five, I like the six. Sorry, Magic, I don't like the seven. Um, maybe the three. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think two, five, six is what this thing comes down to. Um, I, listen, I, I think it's going to be a hell of a race. He he certainly is the class of the field, but this definitely seems to be the biggest test of his career so far. Oh. Hands down. I mean, because you not it's not just the mile and a quarter. It's not just uh, traveling out west for the first time. You know, it's not just uh, the fact that you know he is probably one of the tougher fields he's faced. It's all that together, right? You know, um, or it's not just that he's only he's never ran three straight races in a row. Uh, so it's just like a lot of firsts for him all at once. But again, like I told you earlier in the day, I was like, if he goes and wins this race like kind of like he's been winning races. He's probably the one horse in the country bypassing Monomoy girl in my rankings anyways. Yep. Um, because he's, I mean, it's going to take some talent to win this one. I kind of like, uh, I, I do like idle a little bit here. If you're going to talk about an upset, just because you got to think if you're talking about a horse, that's going to close. You got Rosario, man, you got the, the, the patented pat, you know, pumping on the, you know, getting that kind of extra umph. Seems like a horse that killing is getting a little bit better. So if there is going to be one, I like Idle, especially at that six to one price. But you didn't hear me say it. Maxfield's my boy. He's my pick. Can't wait to watch him run and hopefully win the big cap. That's all the time we have. Check us out at racingdudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our handicap products page. Click the products link on the brand new website at racingdudes.com to learn more. We can finally say it, right? The new website at Racing Dudes. Dot com. That's right. You don't need to go to the products page. You just need to click the big ass button that says "Get Racing Dudes Premium." Yep. Alterman, this time last week, you and I were not sleeping. Nope. We were stressed on all accounts by for different reasons, and yep, the site is humming right now. Feel pretty darn good right now. Yeah, it's uh, it, ooh, that's not a great picture there yeah, to open off the, uh, <laughs> the the header. But other than that, yeah, the site the site's going well. Everything's going good. Everything's working. Um, you, if you are a straggler and you didn't hear, just reset your password if you have a subscription already. 
and you haven't been able to log in, just reset that password. If you're a single day uh, purchaser, you like to purchase day by day and you haven't yet, just re-register when you, when you buy, uh, you know, so pretty easy. If you have any trouble, let me know. Um, but yeah, this, this time last week, the stress level was at a 10. Now it's at a one. So that's, that's very, always very good. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, we, it, we love it. It, it, it. Not only does it do things on the site, you know, that, you know, that more streamlined and automated it's, it's, it's the dashboard is a thousand times better, mm -hmm. um, than it ever has been. So, uh, we, we, we are really proud of this thing and, and hopefully it helps everybody, you know, like you say, if you yeah. <laughs> reset your password, save us all some, some, <laughs> some effort here. Um, let's get past the magic mic there, but yeah, uh, we love the side. It's got the back to the infinite scroll, but yeah, anything, you know, we, we welcome, you know, if you guys, if there's something you don't like, let us know. Um, hold on back up just for two seconds. I want to, I want to show everybody the, the, the feature I like the best there. Um, Sorry, I didn't I didn't tell you before you hit exit. There it is. Go to uh, horses and then free picks, and just click on uh, 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 click on Gulfstream. Yeah. So this is the coolest thing. You, you've got the fourth right there, and then you can go to the fifth, and you don't have to wait for me to copy and paste them and change the date. You can you can view two tracks at once. So tomorrow when you get on, you'll see the fifth, and then the sixth. We'll be right by it, so you'll get those picks a lot earlier than you used to. That's, I think, to me for the free for the people that are using the free aspects of the site. That's the greatest uh, upgrade, and then also the odds, the jockey, and the trainer all there with the free picks. So I, I love that part of it. That's my favorite thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it, honestly, and and the the way not to to bore people with this, but the way the site is built is going to allow us to completely. Um, streamline new features, new ideas. You know, we want to add a wagering calculator. We can do that, you know, and, and offer a lot of different services and, and um, additions to the website because it's built, like I say, it's humming and it, the site's only going to get better over these next several months. So if you like the site, let us know. If you want us to improve on anything, uh, let us know that as well. Mark says he loves the free picks, even though Ricky is good for two for four. <laughs> oh, Ricky, poor Ricky. Um, let's see what else we got here. Check out the Magic Mike show. Talk about those dummies over there. Um, they did they they late pick four. No, wow, did they do the late the pick six? They did a pick six preview. My goodness, these guys. So go check out the Magic Mike show if you want wow. more. I know I'm usually thinking the late pick four every time, and then I look at the. I was gonna, you know. Yeah, they the Magic Show previewed their tickets for Saturday's Pick Six sequence at the wow. Park with a mandatory payout. Holy shit! Hope you got time to watch that one. Uh, go check that out on the Magic Mike Show. So if you want more information on, as far as the Santina card, go check them out. Um, again, we'll be doing the live stream on Saturday for sounds like all day. I mean, to be honest, so just you know, get your guys some drinks or whatever you like, and just let's just let's just hang out together. You know, let's just. <laughs> Les Miles is going to be there, I heard. So, right, yeah. No, he's not loud. Dr. Miranda might, might be there, so, so Les Miles would not be allowed. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, no, yeah, it'll be a big show, obviously. Lots to talk about with these derby preps and, of course, getting in and letting uh, putting a bow on things with the, uh, the big cap. I can't think of a better way to do it. Um, again, 
Manscaped, go go shave your balls, man. I know it's. It, do you do it every night, or is it is it like a weekly thing for you? Oh, I, I shave it as often as I shave my face. I'll just let you guess how often that is. Me too. It's <laughs> a good way to. We need to get out of here now. After that, I need, I need Manscaped. It's perfect. Um, what the, <laughs> uh, but no, check us out. Get to use dudes. Get twenty percent off uh, your Manscaped order. All right. Uh, check out, uh, check us out. Uh, man, I'm, I'm all thrown off now. Um, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, even the website at racedudes.com. Check us out and the Magic Mike Show. You're on uh, the Rocket Hour with uh, Ricky tomorrow, right? Yeah, uh, it sounds like uh, Magic is going to be on with us tomorrow to preview some of the Santa Anita stuff uh, for Saturday. So, yeah, we'll do that. And uh, I think we're going back to Gulfstream Park as far as. Uh, what track will handicap for the for the you know same day handicapping on Friday? All right, yeah, I don't know how to close things off without having Ricky as our. Was he on here last week when he was just rambling on about? Can I be being... c- completely honest with you? <laughs> I know you're going to say it. Yes. By the time that show oh. was over, I was ready to maybe not just like quit forever. Hearing him after the three days that we had had. It was about all. <laughs> I'm so glad he's not on here right now. I wanted to, to, to I really wanted to just leave uh, when he started on and on and on and on and on uh, and on. Out nothing. It was awful. It was the moment in how did, history. How did the live stream go? Huh? How did the live stream go? Oh, the live stream was fine. I'm talking about when he came on here last Thursday. Oh, I know, but I'm just like in general. Oh, the, that's what he was. He was trying to get his spiel out there he, so he could to do it. He talked, he talked too much, but other than that, he did a good job. He did a really good job. Ricky, what Ricky has to work on is his transitions. Like if you're a host and you say, Jared, what do you think about this? And then you go on for another 30 seconds. That's not good. You just need to say, Jared, what do you think about this? And then let you right. talk. Right. If he can figure that out. He's really, really good at everything else. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'll just leave it at I've, I've, uh, I've noticed that. So, um, but no, it's uh, he's obviously very good uh, at certain. You know, he's a very good handicapper as well. Um, yeah. So, oh, he did a know, good job. Yeah. I wonder if I'm on. You know, because I'll be obviously I'll be on Saturday. Will he expect to be re- relinquish his host? You know, like will that is that. We'll see. Um, I would, I would let him. I would let him host it if I were you, because it's it is relaxing. Oh, it's so much better. I love it when you host the show or yeah. Magic hosts the show because you're just like you just sit back and chill because it's, it's so much less stress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark says Ricky needs to meet a deaf woman because he could talk for days horse racing, Syracuse basketball. <laughs> yeah. He certainly Boy. could. Deaf and blind. That'd be perfect. He I'll broke down. For him. He broke down. You probably haven't even seen it. Jim Beheim like insulted a reporter for asking a question he didn't like, basically. And it turns out Ricky knows the reporter, and of course he knows Jim Beheim. So he broke that down for like 15 minutes to start the show. It was actually interesting, but I just don't know if anybody watching really wanted to hear it. I, I was I was kind of fascinated by it, but you know, I, people I, People are like, who's going to win the, the sixth at Oakland today? <laughs> We're talking yeah. about hey, who, the fu- who the fuck's Jim Bayheim? Like, yeah. who, 
Is that a horse name in the six? I don't, I don't see it on here. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, no, uh, I saw. I tuned in a little bit for Rocket Hour this morning, believe it or not, and I, I heard some Bayheim talk, but I obviously was sidetracked, and then I, I got, I did something else. So uh, I'll, I'll try to try to tune that, you know, tune in for that and, and check it out. But um, all right, that wraps it up. Uh, so again, we will be back this weekend to talk uh, the Derby preps, big cap, all that good stuff. So make sure you. Subscribe to all our channels so you get alerted of that as well. All right. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Alterman. Good luck this weekend. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. Thank <laughs> you.